Christmas to you all out there. We are doing our special Christmas music podcast. Sitting across from me, Greg Dutcher. Greg. Hey, man. Merry Christmas to everybody out there as the season is uh, hastening on. That was Francesca Battistelli, if you guys gave me the proper pronunciation, uh, from her album Christmas. It's her version. It's coming in concert in our area. Yeah, Yeah. in the Baltimore area. You just yep. told me that. Yep. I, I like that version a lot. I yep. think it's a really sweet version she does. Yep. Great to be here, particularly with our music expert. That's right. Who? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who. Yeah, that guy canceled, right? <laughs> yeah. You got me instead. We got, we oh, Matt Smith. Smith. Okay, we can, you'll do, Matt. You can fill in. You can fill in a little. I like music. <laughs> <laughs> he's dabbled up. in it. Yeah, he's dabbled. He I play plays. iTunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, go. Uh, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Sorry, just took a sip of my coffee. <laughs> I'm doing excellent. Doing well. Glad to be here. Great. Um, joy to the world. We're here. Uh, we're talking about Christmas music, all things Christmas. Um, real quick, a couple plugs, though. First, um, we want to let everyone know that the winners of our book contest, um, we do have those, so we will be sending that out on did Facebook I win? and Twitter. Um, did you even participate? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. You have to listen <laughs> to the podcast. You have to subscribe to the podcast first. <laughs> Oh, man. Excuse me. Wow. That was good. Yeah, um, You a- have to listen, not just to the ones that you're on. I don't even listen to those. Yeah. I-, I figure these are so torturous to do. Why would I want to? No, no, no. It's, it's kind of like listening to yourself re- you know, preach exactly, a message. Exactly. I haven't done that in yeah. about 10 years. Yeah. I-, I figured I inflicted enough people for-, for pain. I don't need to do it a second time. Your sermons have cured any sleep disorder I've I ever know. had. I, I pop know. in one of Pastor Greg's sermons, yeah. and I am, whew. What, how about me, man? I, I fall asleep when I preach my own <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm doing that third service, man. I, you can put a hologram This is a there. good plug to promote your church. Yeah. People, <laughs> the multitudes are going to want to flock. Let me promote my church, Grace Community <laughs> Church. Kingsville. Oh wait, no, that's Matt's church. Yeah, let's let, let ours be nameless. That's very right. Good. That's right. That's right. So we will be uh, we will be putting uh, announcing the winners on our Facebook and Twitter, and we will be sending out those books to you within the next few weeks here. Uh, cool. So you should be receiving those before Christmas. So yes, Merry Christmas to our winners. Yeah, nice. Um, before we dive into the music, Matt, 
we on an earlier podcast talked about a minor obsession that you have. Yes, very minor. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> I've been known to have a few. Yeah, this isn't vacuuming, just for the listeners to know. Matt has a vacuuming obsession. He's a very clean and neat person, as am I, as you can tell oh, Matt, yeah. by, by the, uh, these office confines. Um, by your computer screen <laughs> yeah. that I was staring at this morning. Yeah, Matt was so disgusted by my uh, MacBook computer screen. In fairness, my kids were on it. Uh, of course, it, I, it wouldn't have made yeah, a difference because I knew yeah. your computer screen before you. Had yeah, it. that's true. It's pretty much always been the same, caked over. But uh, Matt has a neat little obsession with vacuum cleaner marks. Don't you, you, you liked how quickly I pulled out those wipes. Yeah, you, you did. You're like, do you do you always carry them? Like, oh yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. And he's looking because this is disgusting, and pulls out like a little little wipe. Do you have those? Mm, I do. I was like, wow, that's. That's a little freaky. It's like Batman's utility belt for, uh, for Matt. But the um, Matt, you am I right on this? That I think Tracy confirmed this. That you, you don't just like vacuuming. You you want to see the fresh marks on the carpet. I do. And yes. the the problem is when you have four kids. Yeah, that's almost impossible. Yes, but you uh, fight and, it anyway, don't you? Well, I've been known to vacuum several times yeah. in the course of a day. <laughs> Um, it's one of the, you know, as a pastor, it gives you immediate sense of accomplishment because think about the ministry. You're just waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, you yeah. don't often get the quick returns. It's true. Vacuuming. It's a quick return. See, but I get the same thing out of eating, um, is sort of my <laughs> angle. Like it's there. You're and getting you quite the return. <laughs> <laughs> Huge dividends there, people. <laughs> Touche, man. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing, but what was that other obsession? Right, right. Let's get yeah, right. off this one. Yes. This, this is with uh, a gentleman called Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Who uh, was just in a movie, Creed. Mm. And um, Matt, we're going to give you some time here because we know you've been looking forward to this to uh, go off on that. This is going to be a slight preview. Next week, uh, we will have a good friend um, of Greg and I, movie critic Nathan Bartlebaugh, and he's going to be talking about um, – all sorts of Christmas movies, but we do have a quick plug on Creed in that one as well. So, Matt, it's take a, it away. It's a great movie. You should go see it. Uh, even if you're not like obsessed with the Rocky series like I am, with the exception of Rocky Five, we don't discuss that. Yeah, and uh, neither does Stallone. Yeah, exactly. Um, but even if you're not, or you you know you've never really got into it, or you've only seen one or two, this movie will stand on its own as a good. Movie and it's it's not so it's about boxing but it's it's really not so much a, a boxing movie mm-hmm. it's a drama and it's actually kind of sad I mean it's I it's agree. inspiring but it's got you know but I thought it was well done well written and I thought Sly did a great job you know Nathan I'm going to completely concur oh my goodness it was an outstanding movie I mean it my um, I, I almost don't like when you look at Rotten Tomatoes and to do the aggregate percentage sure. you know, for the review and it, I think you got to get 60 to get a positive and above. Mm. So, you know, normally if it's around 50, that tells me some some viewers liked it and some didn't. Right. So it could be a really good movie for yeah, me. Right. When you're down to 15, 10, 8, right. you're thinking, okay, this is kind of universally pan. But this movie, I think by the night we saw it, Matt, was at like 93. Yes. It, 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 the highest it went up to was 96. Oh, wow. And yeah. then it went to 95. I don't know where it's at now, but it's, it's, it's in it, the 90s. I saw it recently. It's a solid, it's, it's a solid and, movie. Yeah. So I almost... That always makes me nervous, as dumb as it sounds. Like, man, I, it, it, I don't want my expectations to be too high and right. be disappointed. That happens a lot with movies. I felt that way about Gravity. That's just my own opinion, personally. Mm-hmm. Gravity was so hyped, and I kind of walked out of there, and I'm like, what was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it felt the same way. It was, it was okay, but I, it, I don't know. They hyped it as this 
kind of life-changing film, and I just thought it was okay. So I, I probably would have enjoyed it more if I didn't know what the rating was. Sure. Because yeah. you don't yeah. know what to expect. Yeah. So I went in 93, 94%. Yeah. Yeah. It exceeded my expectations. Oh, my. That's what I would say, yeah. Matthew. I, and I told you, I think, I know there's there's Oscar buzz floating around, not just about the movie, but yeah. potentially about Sly himself. About Mr. Stallone. I, I think it, it's going to happen. I just, there's something in me says I think the Academy is going to say we're going to do it because it's a great bookend. I just, it, it, and he yeah. did it, I think he's worthy of, of, of at least being nominated for it. I, I would too. Um, I, 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 here's we'll my see. prediction. I yeah. think he'll get nominated and yeah. I don't think he'll win. Yeah, that's probably going to happen, that's... but I'm, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, no, I'm you rooting know what? for him. I want to see it happen. A rare moment. I and think and I my agree. wife says, and why yeah. do you even. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But that's where we have therapy and counseling comes and, in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and props to the young actor, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he was, he was amazing. Was yeah, he. Outstanding. Yep, yep. Outstanding. We saw him, Lisa and I watched Parenthood, the, the TV okay. show. Didn't you watch it? He was on that for one or two seasons as one of the boyfriends of one of the main characters in the yep. signature family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I remember saying, boy, he's really good. He, he was not as ripped. Uh, uh, he, as he, he got for he, that film, I was gonna say, he he worked hard. To... I mean, Nathan, this dude. Look, I, I don't want to self rub but he looked like me. Um, I thought you were a stunt double. Well, you know, in a couple of scenes where they needed to show a little bit more close up the glistening rock hard abs, they would bring. Weren't me you in. the stunt double for Paulie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you in the mouth. Um, yeah, that's that's a better one. That was good, man. You're you're on a roll today, man. <laughs> yeah. That coffee is doing good things for you. I said we promised Matt a little Creed time. There we go. That's e- right. Even Thank though we're you. focused on Christmas right. music this episode. Well, wait a minute. This it ties into the holidays because this is a holiday movie, even though yeah. it really doesn't have anything to do about the holidays. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Came it out. Came right out. So Thanksgiving weekend. Hopefully, it'll so. stick around up through Christmas. I'm sure yeah. it will. I'm sure it will. Very good. Okay, I got it all out of my system. Yeah, so. yeah all right. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I think you. it'll come up again. Yeah, probably. Um, so Joy to the World, um, probably one right of here. the mm. you know top songs sung at Christmas. Rock Isaac on Isaac Watts. Yep. Isaac Watts, man. You know, Isaac Watts, I was reading about did him. Did you name your son after Isaac Watts? Uh, was no. It? Just say yes. We, Just say yeah, yes. Yes, I did. No, we named him after the biblical. Uh, Actually, you know, the biblical Isaac is interesting. Pretty passive in the story. Yeah. In, in both mm. stories, he's important to Abraham for mm. Abraham's right. journey. He's important to Jacob for Jacob's journey, but mm-hmm. many people know Abraham, Isaac himself, um, a little bit, but his story is a little more related to who what, who came before him and who came right. after him. A supporting role. Exactly. Uh, he was <laughs> like, the Stallone like so of much. Genesis. <laughs> oh, my God. All, yeah. all your people out there, what you're comparing. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, at this point, just end the podcast. People stop listening. <laughs> yes. I, I, uh, now people, I said Isaac, a flawed human being. Um but no, uh, Isaac Watts, um, I was reading about this a week or so ago. Apparently, by age eight, knew functional Greek, mm. Hebrew, and yep. Latin. Well, that's a year ahead of me. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hit that till nine. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't say pig Latin. <laughs> a common confusion there. Mm. But uh, yeah, just a brilliant mm. man, a, a lover of God. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about this, Nathan. It's, it's become a Christmas song. Right. Wasn't really no, intended. No, no it was not. Yeah. Not not really intended. And um, and I read an article that brought a little balance to it. I'll just throw it out there for what it's worth. That if you look at all the stanzas, you could say it it's it's more of a celebration of redemption with a view to the end. Yes, it is. Yeah, you know the yeah. and the, the curse being removed. Uh, you know, as far as the curse is found. Wasn't it based on what, Psalm ninety eight or? 
Yeah, we should know that since we allegedly think, researched these songs. Think, yes, <laughs> it was. Let's say that. <laughs> Innocent yeah. until proven so, guilty. Somebody, right? somebody's, somebody's screaming at, no, it isn't, yeah. you moron. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, I thought it was Psalm 90. Somebody has their iPhone in their like, hand right now, yeah, mocking us. Like verses 4 through 7, somewhere in there. Ooh, very good. Very I'm basing good. this on years of yes. thinking about it. but Yeah, I, I that is just – her version of it uh, – uh, Francesca, our opening version, it was mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah, it was good. But uh, actually, I think Nat King Cole does does mm-hmm. a really beautiful version. I mean, there's probably countless yeah. oh, versions yeah. of the song done. Uh, but lyrically, just uh, so rich. Yeah. Um, when, when you look at the little pieces, uh, I, I love the way he he captures the curse of sin on the yes. world. Yeah, as far as the and, curses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and then great. Christ reversing it. Yeah, it's really a, a sweeping epic kind of song, uh, which is used now to promote. Um, tablets and such on TV, <laughs> but nevertheless, um, no, it is a it's a great song. Yeah, no, and um, one of my favorites. We're going to be talking about uh, both uh, Christian, quote unquote, Christian songs and quote unquote secular songs. So our next one um, is a fan favorite as well. Um, Greg, yes, this is. I bet everybody would know. And by the way, most of these listeners are clips, mm-hmm. so we we're, we play the full song of uh, "Joy to the World," obviously that you heard. This one is a short, about twenty second clip. Most of them will be in that range, mm-hmm. and uh, you will know this song if not mm. from the radio. You will definitely. I'm know on the it. edge of my seat. Yes, you will know <laughs> it from Home Alone. Ooh. We're going to bring the harmony here. That's all right. Pumpkin pie. Uh, if you notice, I got excited about pumpkin pie. <laughs> Honestly, whenever there's any food in a Christmas song, it's a little tradition in the Dutch house. That People, I Greg is on the table dancing. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as he leaves all his clothes on this time. Yes, <laughs> yes, I will seek to do that. It's a good thing this is a podcast. That's right. <laughs> not a video. Uh, yeah, Brenda Lee. Uh, what year? Did you tell us the year? Uh, let me see. If, did I? 1958. Is that right? 1958. Nice. Brenda Lee. And do you know how old she was when she recorded it? I do not. 13. Really? Wow. I did not know that. I <laughs> this is true. Oh. <laughs> You're literally picking this up? <laughs> you are... A- Tell me you're reading this from some source. You've got your laptop there. Hey, Wikipedia is pretty trustworthy. Okay, no, okay. No. I generally no, trust I, Wikipedia. I, no, no. Yeah, so he was just 13 years old when she recorded this song in 1958. Wow, I didn't realize that. It's almost like a uh, a teenage sensation. She mm-hmm. was a uh, a um, Debbie Gibson, Matt in our day, Tiffany. Remember in the oh, 80s? Oh, Tiffany. Yes, yeah, sort of a a. Uh, a bloomer before. I don't know what else she did. Debbie I don't know much about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your love. Um, oh sorry about God. that, listeners. Uh, we are we are gonna talk about. You Christmas can tell stuff. we're like, even though like this is our second Christmas podcast we're yeah. putting out there. You can tell we're at the end of yes. our record. This is the last one we've recorded in the sequence. Um, mm. Which, by the way, quick joke uh, for our listeners with the Star Wars movie coming out too. <laughs> that guy I, I said this, Nathan. Why is it? Can anybody tell me this? Why is it that um, the Star Wars movie that came out first, the one that came out first, was um, the fourth installment? I, I don't know. 
in charge of sequence Yoda was. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. Brenda Lee. Back to so, Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Good old Brenda. <laughs> Rocking around the Christmas tree. Yes. Um, so, Matt, tell us, why do you think this is such an appealing song for people this time of the year? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, wasn't. Yeah, I. I mean, you know, that's an interesting question because a lot if you if you really analyze the diversity in Christmas music, if mm-hmm. you listen to like in, in our if you're in our area, like one oh one point nine plays, you know, twenty four seven kind of Christmas music. Yeah. It's interesting to the the range of diversity of musical styles, mel- melodies that sometimes would almost seem kinda like, Really? Who right. what kind of kid would get into that or a teenager? But yet it's music. Christmas music just draws everybody mm-hmm. together yeah. around these melodies, and I don't. I mean, I'm sure part of it is when you play something so much every year, it becomes a part of your history. It's yeah. just it's your upbringing, and yeah. um, so I don't know how much of that for songs like this. I mean, yeah. it's catchy, it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's. Uh, Let's just say uh, very theological. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, maybe, maybe in your church. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, at Grace Community yeah. Church. Yeah. Would you, oh, wait, yeah. that's not right. We, um, yeah, I think there's something to it. Too, yeah, Matt. I, mean, I think it's kind of – I think I've noticed that, that Americans are drawn to Americana. Yeah. And that song has a very Americana feel because mm-hmm. it's rocking. It's, it's kind of including early rock and roll mm-hmm. sound with – Traditional Christmas and Rock Around the Tree. Jingle Bell Rock, another really popular song. Don't want to give too much away. But if you think, the song that is played constantly is Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Sort of the ultimate American rocker uh, doing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. So I think uh, now you know the dude who wrote that this song yeah. is also the same guy who wrote Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, is that right? Johnny Marks. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I didn't. But Rudolph was sung right by Gene Autry, wasn't it? Yes, it wasn't done by. So Marx is the songwriter. He's, yeah, he's that's his song. Okay, since you have other people who've made it. Yeah, famous. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest. This one, I like it. It this is a background music for yeah. me. It's one I never really think about from the standpoint of. I never hear this attention. come on the radio and go turn it up. Agreed, agreed. Just, but I will say it's nice to have in the background. It is it like uh, if you're unwrapping Christmas gifts or decorating, and it's on. It's festive. It's, I agree. it's upbeat. It's nice. I agree. Uh, it's not going to make. It's not one of the sadder, get introspective and start crying kind of Christmas. Right, which, which there's plenty of those. There out are. There. there are. This isn't one of these. This is happy, yes. happy thoughts. Oh, now we we I at some point Nathan remind me to ask Matt about a song that won't be played. Mm. Okay. But will be mentioned, but we can get to that because I want to rip you for your opinion on another song. But okay. we'll get there. Okay. Well, in, feel free. We'll get there. <laughs> Show your time. ignorance. Yes. And <laughs> this was – Nathan, I, I know our, you're a big film guy. Yeah. I think Home Alone gave the song even a greater boost. I think so. And just the what he was doing in there, you know, he's trying yes. to foil the, the robbers. And so right. he's got the house all set up. I love like, that movie. <laughs> I, just, I just watched it with my kids the other night. It's just like – the abuse he inflicted yeah. on those two morons. <laughs> that is Tracy is like, oh. but yes. I just think it's hilarious. We're, I won't say much, Matt, because that is discussed with our film crew. Oh, is it okay? We're, was, was we're it? No, no, no. Feel free. You, yeah. you can. We're getting ahead of. Ourselves. But you know our brilliant thoughts that Nathan and I have on that. Uh, but yeah, that I, there is something funny whenever you take kind of a lighthearted song and it becomes the background of a. Of a pretty insidious, sinister <laughs> plot to inflict harm. I think that's kind of what makes it, it does. Oh, one more little trivia about the song. Yeah. Um, the producer of the song uh, said that he made the studio 
when when Lee came in to record freezing cold with air conditioning and put a Christmas tree up because it was recorded not around obviously the Christmas time yes. period. So they were trying to set the to get in the mood of things. Wow. So it's all the behind the scenes of That's interesting. It's almost like the sitcom all those yeah. great sitcom Christmas yeah. specials oh, yeah. tend to be filmed in July. Yeah. Uh you know, or you know early summer. Well this podcast is being done in June. Yeah, so. absolutely. No, no, yeah, yeah. We are we are ahead. <laughs> That's right. Or behind, however you look at yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Um, so this next song that we're going to uh, play is one. It's it's interesting because uh, Greg, you've got a great story with oh, this, man. but it's funny because it's not anywhere to be found in the Bible. This right. story, right? It has absolutely really nothing to do with sound theology, but right. Christians almost tend to get annoyed if you attack it. I agree. So uh, go ahead, Greg, and let's let this one go. Here we go. They told me, but um, ba bum bum A newborn king to see, but um, ba bum bum <laughs> Our finest gifts we bring, but um, ba bum bum <laughs> To lay before the king, but um, ba bum bum ba bum bum tons. That's another episode. There we go. Yeah, that <laughs> is powerful. Uh, now, Matt, that's the Glee version. That's, now, hey. I will say, I think you've, I'm not ashamed to admit, I like the Glee Christmas album. Yes, I, I, I think they have two of them. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I have think this both is the first. Two on my iPod. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, so that is the Glee version, been done a number of times. All right. As Nathan knows, it was last Christmas, the Christmas before, and I want anybody that may be in my sphere of relationships, church or otherwise, to understand I am blaming myself for this, and I really am, mm-hmm. um, because I, I tend, Matt, not being musical, mm-hmm. as you well know, to, I hope, I aim not to be a micromanagerial kind of leader with the praise team, mm-hmm. particularly since I do lack a little street credit mm-hmm. um, on the music side of things, even though I am invested and think they should be coordinated with the sermon, etc. Um, last year, uh, I, I Individual who normally does not lead, led, mm-hmm. very good voice, mm-hmm. very committed Christian, very gifted. I'm trying to put all my caveats out there in case this individual ever hears. Um, and uh, did not check that week what was in Planning Center, which is our mm-hmm. little software for songs mm-hmm. and the sermon and the text, everything that sort of guides the uh, flow of the service. And uh, walked in Sunday morning. Uh, I normally get over a little bit late checking my mic, looking over my notes, and normally by the time I'm walking in, the first song is underway. I kind of slip into the back, the sound room, etc. And I'm um, kind of looking around, and I, I'm hearing, oh, this is what I'm hearing. And I look up on the screen, and I only see the lyrics, pa rum pum 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 rum pum 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 rum pum 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 Now, our what? 8.30 service, which we were referencing before this podcast began, is shall we say, less than expressive. They tend to be the more reserved, quieter. Was anybody lifting a hand when they sang uh, that? <laughs> no. I saw... They're barely opening their eyes. <laughs> I saw men in their 70s um, sort of staring and partially mumbling the song because they don't want to not participate. And I think some of the children, there aren't many children of that service, mm-hmm. loved it. And then as the services went on, a couple of things here. Um, number one, um, <laughs> that didn't happen, that story of the little drummer boy. You're uh, kidding. I know. Shocking. <laughs> there was no little drummer boy. So it. I don't necessarily have a problem. He wasn't saying, I want to play my best on this little <laughs> yeah, drum for see, you. I'm a poor boy, too. Um, <laughs> you know, there's just a lot about that song. It's 
Oh, it's one thing if you're listening to it, it's kind of a personal little comfort song favorite. Um, it's it's another thing to incorporate it into Sunday morning worship. Uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't quite have the punch of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Uh, Hail the incarnate deity, pleased as men with men to dwell. Um, it was a interesting experience, but I will never forget the slide. I wish I'd taken a picture that just has the words... Pa rum pa pum pum. I'm impressed that your tech people actually. Oh, they, they had it up there, and yeah, I, I did think there were many charismatic jokes. Did you have, the, lo- did you have the little ball bouncing? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. It was. Um, yeah, it was uh, an interesting experience. Did you do so. the Whitney Houston version of that? Uh, no, we did not. Nor her "Do You Hear What I Hear" version either, mm, which I do yes. like. But uh, yeah, that's one of those songs that, again, in in its place is okay as long as we might have some obligation. Do you guys think to tell children if we incorporate it into the service? I don't know. Are, are people? So let me ask you a pastoral question. Yes, should that be incorporated? At least as a con- I I understand you know you may have a special or something as the holidays, but yes. as a congregational song, no, okay. So and that- I think you're in agreement with me. Oh uh, yeah. Well, again, number one, it didn't happen. Oh, it didn't. You stopped uh, it. Yes. Okay. Oh no 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 no. Oh, it did. Happen. The story in uh, of the little drummer boy. It, it happened. Oh, it yeah. played for all three. It services. played for all three services. Uh, <laughs> what, I was what, not going to rock the boat at that. What kind of leader lets it go on two uh, more times? A, That's what I want to know. A very weak one. <laughs> yes. A very weak. A very leader. fear of man driven. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fear of man. That wow. sort of thing. So it uh, it was our service that day, and uh, there are some people that liked it. So I'm being careful. Some people yes. say, oh, that was so nice. I haven't sung that song in years. Uh, but again, number one, when I say it didn't happen, of course, there is no story of the little drummer boy in the Bible or anywhere else. Right. Uh, number two, it's, it's, it's silly. It has a silly feel. Are you it doesn't mean it's not likable. That's good. What's that? I was going to say something a little stronger. Oh, but. yeah. Well... Stupid. Oh, my soul, people. It is. Come on. I, now, if you like it because it's cute and it brings back some memory, go for it. Listen to it. But Agreed. Come on. It's it's a stupid. Now, there are plenty of stupid songs that I like. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> that just isn't one of them. Yes. Yes. Like, I, I turn that off when it comes on the radio. I just. Yeah. I, I'm a kind of annoyed by that song. Yeah. Well, and I think part of it. I mean, it's that was a strange experience for me because we're supposed to sing songs that are rooted in. Really, in truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that every song is uh, from the Psalter, per se, although we, we sing some psalms. But it means that you can you should be able to connect it well, especially to the biblical on a narrative. Sunday when the, when the people gather together, you're, you only have so much time. Right. And aren't your, ser- aren't your services like 30 minutes each or yeah. something? Uh, well, I mean, I do some in-depth <laughs> You do like a five-minute little sermonette. Yeah, sermonettes for Christianettes, yes, as uh, then, John MacArthur would yes. say. Um, he preaches for seven minutes, but we ha- usually have a video that takes up five. Oh, yes, no. exactly. <laughs> it's usually something very current, something very yes, relevant. Yes, very hip. Uh, that sort of thing. So, yeah, that's um, – <laughs> again, I see why people like it. I should say, Kevin, I know a pastor friend who I'm sure doesn't listen to this podcast who years ago told me, and it kind of stunned me at least a little bit. This is true. He actually said to us, we were out to lunch, and he goes, you know, my, my favorite song of all time, not just Christmas song or Christian song, is The Little Drummer Boy. And uh, That was John Piper, wasn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was John Calvin. Oh, wait. It, that he, came, he came earlier. Um, and, and when he explained it, he said, it just touches me because it makes me think of, I don't have much, but what I have, yeah, I, I want to give I the Lord. I, I, I hear you. Yeah, I, I got you. I can. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather sing that in. 
about 30 other songs. I was going to say, there's other songs that communicate <laughs> that, that truth, too. <laughs> that I think are actually biblical. Biblical, and I, you know, this is... Obviously, musical preferences are just that. They're preferences. Yeah. I, that, the melody and just the arrangement of the song itself just doesn't do anything yeah. for me personally. But yeah. What yeah. do I know? I like Rocky movies. So, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Nathan, this is my chance. I'll slip it in now. We don't have the song, but uh, Matt, I understand you're a big uh, lover of Faith Hill's where are you, Christmas? Oh yes, I detest that. Song. I love that song. Now that's one of those songs that I can get emotional about. Uh huh. Well, I would agree. The way it's written, the way it's sung, yeah. it definitely has it, a it, it manipulates heart. all the emotions. Yes. And I, as a musician, I like that yeah. <laughs> uh, because that's what we try to do, do as musicians. Do you know that song, Nathan? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Just watch the Grinch. It, yeah. Isn't, yeah, isn't it from the? Yeah, yeah. If you the watch soundtrack. the Jim Carrey Grinch, yeah. well, I don't think they play it in the main. I think it's at it's the at end. The end. The yes, yes, okay. correct. Yeah, and I would say I, I think Faith Hill is a great singer, uh, oh. and I think she's got a tremendous voice. And I think something about it. Uh, where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Uh, it's December 25th. It's uh, on the calendar. Oh, <laughs> I guess it's, um, yeah, it's it's right here. Just look no, around, Faith, no. and it's there. We were talking um, about. Silly songs, stupid songs. Yes. I mean, lyrically, that's like gobbledygook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what is, yes. But musically, it has. I'm a member. We, we had Steve Altrogi on here. Yep. Talked about um, music that is overly produced. Yep. It's pop. Like I'm there. I like. Yeah. Let's, well, I let's, am too with a lot I of songs. Like, and, that and, one just doesn't grab me. Yeah. Well, well you know. Yeah. Not everybody. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, not everybody has the anointing. Matt, that's, that's true right. and I guess in this case I don't <laughs> yeah that's what I was going so with. you're not doing that one on Sunday we're not going to do that one although it, it might be more substantive I was going to say yeah. at least that one could stir me it could where stir the little drummer boy doesn't really do that for yeah. me yeah and, and I guess part of it is it's I mean I don't I don't normally rail on secular songs They're, they just are what they are but that one especially is the um, yeah it, it, it reminds me of the classic movie Elf on the Shelf which mm. I watch with uh, Ben and or I'm sorry not Ben sorry buddy you're you're too old uh Isaac and Ella <laughs> my younger two uh and on Elf on the Shelf uh which is based on that little you know elf that you can buy in right stores and places all around your house there is a um a scene at the end where the the big boy doesn't believe in Christmas. I don't know if that mm. means Santa or the mm-hmm. spirit of it. And the little children sing a beautiful song where they sing, Christmas is a time for forgiveness. And I'm thinking, what? Why? I, I'm just not even sure what they're saying. But they're trying to give it some moral meaning. Yeah. And I would say, we as Christians could get there yeah. somehow. But little, little small thing. What's the meaning of the Where Are You Christmas song? I have no idea. Okay. I've, ne- <laughs> I did, I've never really contemplated enough. It's just when it comes on, that is when there's somebody turn it up. Everybody go. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, and and, and, and I can I can then have a conversation in the back of my head that says, "What in the world is this song about?" But right, right. And it, nice. So you don't know that one, Nathan. You're not sure. I'm hoping. I, I'm, I'm sure hoping she I've finds heard it before, it. Yeah. but it's oh, you, you've it, heard it. Yeah, it's it's probably one that I just kind of I let play and don't really it's think the, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. I just think with the little drummer boy, I just picture like. One of those bad Christmas talent shows where you have all the two and three yeah. year olds up there banging, banging something, and yeah. you know it's there. Christmas, they're, those kind of programs they're for parents really right. to make their kids look foolish, yes. but at their precious moments. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll say for me, like I enjoy the movie. You know, that's one of the movies that every Christmas. The I, Grinch. No, Litter's Drummer Boy. Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, have I even seen that? I, 
Yeah, claymation. Back yeah, in the, I remember like that. Seventies. Yeah, was that was that in the Bass Rankin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Rudolph and Santa Claus. Yeah. Coming that must gonna... be one I. Um, so you, you've <laughs> shut it out. <laughs> I must have. It's I not, blocked it's, it. It's, it's traumatic. PTSD. <laughs> um, so, and I remember um, my mom had the uh, the Vienna Boys Choir record okay. that you know we'd play. So for me, it's got you, like you know it. those memories yeah. attached to it. But I agree, it's not something that you know we should putting up there on a Sunday morning singing as a congregation. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, that's the key. I, I think, and I think Christmas music, I think all music, but Christmas music in particular is all about um, the the effect it has on people, mm. it bringing them back to memories, yeah, whether, whether good or bad yeah. or sad or, you know, but it's, I mean, that's part of what music does. It, it does. triggers. You're yeah. like, oh my gosh. And, yeah. you know, I think of grandma when I hear because we were at her house, oh, or, you know, you go down there. Yeah. So yeah, that makes total sense yep. to me. Yeah. So this next one that we're going to be uh, looking at um, has, uh, Greg, as we've said, it's it's got this haunting melody to it, it does, and it's um, it it's weird when you think about it as being in here because you know we're going to be listening to all these songs, but this one almost seems out of place right. when it's played. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and let you take it away, and then we'll we'll talk about it. Here you go. It was introduced in 1944 mm. through a movie, we'll talk about it in a moment, by uh, the late Judy Garland. And here is a modern snippet of it about halfway through the song. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. one go a little bit guys it's almost here over. we are as in golden days happy golden days of yours faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more through the years we all will be together if the fates allow. Hang a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Wow, very different than, say, Frank Sinatra's version. It is. <laughs> or it is. That, that is by a group, Cat Power. Hmm. And Apple paid big money to use it last year during mm-hmm. the Christmas season, I think, for filming the iPhone videos. Sort of those mm. almost – they're the modern versions of the old 80s and 90s reach out and touch someone, yes. phone yeah. commercials yeah. that made everybody weep. Uh, and that 
that song, that rendition of it to me, I, even it's powerful. I'm almost yeah. tearing up listening yeah. to it. It is. It's haunting. Yeah. And uh, that particular version, Judy Garland introduced it in Meet Me in St. Louis. Yes. 1944. And I have always thought, uh, even with Sinatra's version, Matt, it's different and more you know, Sinatra-esque yeah, as that song yeah. is. That song, I don't know why, for me, has a very haunting, melancholy, sad feel. Mm. Yeah. Um, not entirely sure why, but musically, Matt. Yes. Like, can you tell me anything going on in there? I don't. Well, there's di- there's there's a different chord formation than your your ears used used to hearing. Okay. Um. So I was I, I I didn't remember hearing that. Like now that you you brought back about the Apple commercials, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah. Was that last year? That they was. Did that? I think it was last Christmas. Okay. Maybe the year before. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, but that's not a version I've heard very frequently. So just listening to that. My ear was not going where I would anticipate the piano to, to, you know, they're just kind of hammering out those chords there. Right, right. Uh, But that's part of what gives it that kind of sad but eerie kind of, I don't know what the the word is, but uh, definitely, but I I agree. I think that song is one of those uh, beautiful and... I think it's a very introspective kind of song. I would agree. It really it makes you think about where things are at, yeah, and that might not be good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I agree. People even, you, that have passed or things like that. Yeah, and the line. I know Nathan. I mean, uh, you were you were going to point something out about one line in particular, so I'll kind of set it up. But sure. the, through the years, we all will be together. Yeah, there you go. Sort of a thinking of not just this particular Christmas. It's yeah. much more reflective. Yeah. Of life. Kind of and, life. Yeah. And right. family and friends. It's a, uh, and I've seen it used in, I mean, movies. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember an early ER episode, I think where, uh, where uh, Clooney's character gets his heart broken, mm-hmm. uh, I guess by Juliana Margulies at that time. And I remember they played that song in the background. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that might've been the, the Garland version. And it just matched the mood perfectly. Mm-hmm. He's sort of walking through these, Mm-hmm. Kind of late night, empty but Christmas lit streets, mm-hmm. and the song is the perfect song for it. It's Christmassy, but it's right it's sad. And you were going to make a comment, Nathan, about the line. Yeah, the um, the author. So in in the original song, he wrote, "If the fates allow." Right. And my understanding is um, later he actually became a believer, mm. and so he changed the lyrics in that to if the Lord allows. Hmm. Because there are versions that say if the Lord allows. I've seen that. Yeah, I have seen that too. I was never sure if churches, Christians changed it themselves. No, my understanding it was the author. So the one one who actually wrote the song, um, he became a a believer years later and and he actually changed it. Wow. Let's do something, Nathan. First person to get us a substantive answer Mm -hmm. to that question. Um, because I, I did look at it a little bit last week, and mm-hmm. it's hard to track down sometimes. But uh, we will give a copy of James Montgomery Boyce, The Christ of Christmas, to. Sounds good. Because I have an extra. All right. So just uh, how do we want to do that? Um, so first one to um, uh, just Facebook us. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. First one yeah. to Facebook us. And, Facebook uh, and say, "Hey guys, heard the cast send, with send the correct answer." Yes. Yes, with the correct answer. Yeah. So send <laughs> send a link to your uh, to your information. Um, yeah. So that we can, you know, just double <laughs> yeah. Check somebody it. say, yeah, it's this. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. If you say something like, "What about Grandma Moses?" Uh, just a nonsensical <laughs> phrase. I will like that, but you won't be rewarded. You know what would have been a cool thing to do is to take that, like a song like that. And have four or five clips that are very diverse musically. Yeah. And put them side by side mm. and just evaluate. Because you got the same lyrics. Right. But how those lyrics hit. Ooh, because that's, that's, the pa- that's the power of music right there. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. Remember that for our 2016 
Christmas podcast. Yes, right? absolutely. 2016, Matt. After, you, you, are after here. you guys have done 30 years of Christmas yeah. podcast, you'll be looking. It's like <laughs> yeah. preaching. You'll look for a new <laughs> angle. And, right. Hey, we let's a, try. <laughs> we, we need a fresh angle. That was we covered that with Steve in last week's podcast yep. for sure with uh, with sermons. But yeah, and I don't know who, but yeah, um, who else has done this? Sinatra's oh covered gosh. this. Um, a bunch of different uh, singers, and they're escaping me now. But uh, just just interesting song. I love to play this song. But even my kids noticed. My last comment on my kids noticed. Uh, Dad, that song's kind of sad. Yeah. Say that? I said, yeah, I know. But I kind of told them what it's about. And in the sense that it's a great time to think about family. And mm-hmm. listen, for a lot of people are grieving. Absolutely. They've lost loved yeah. ones at this time of year. And I think they're, it's, it's good to have room for songs that capture something little more of the mm-hmm. the substance of uh, I, I can't say the Christmas story, yeah. but the trappings around Christmas. Well, I that, think it, it does at least potentially get you to tap into what is this all about? Yeah. What is this thing called life about? I agree. You know, I agree. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not a feel good song. It's mm-hmm. a it's a thoughtful one. Yeah, it is. Agreed. Um, so this next song uh, is actually it's a combination of two songs: "God Rest You Merry Gentlemen" and "We Three Kings." Yeah, um, and this one is uh, definitely more upbeat. Um, more upbeat, sung by Bare Naked Ladies yes. and Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, by the way, we did this at my former church. And, <laughs> wow! Uh, no, we did because yeah. it, it's if you've ever done this one, Matt. It's look. I hope we might do it here sometime. It's a very well done worshipfully mm-hmm. done song, uh, but it's awkward to write in the little credits at the bottom of the slide, Bare Naked Ladies. I wouldn't recommend doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you could just uh, do the abbreviation BNL. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> BNL. That's BNL. Is that Barnes & Noble? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's, it's CCLI under that. Yeah, it's like all yeah. these initials. And, and just for listeners tuning in, think, what are they talking yeah. Bare Naked Ladies is a group of men, now middle-aged men. They've been around for some time. Yeah. Um, we're hoping they're not naked now. Yes, <laughs> and I hope they never were and certainly are not now. But uh, this is a snippet of their song. From God our Heavenly Father, this blessed angel came. And unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. What oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy Oh, star of wonder, star of night Star with royal beauty bright Westward leading, still proceeding Guide us to thy perfect light so that you've probably heard that oh, version, yeah. you hear yep, that all yep. the time, and uh, it's I love it. It fuses "God Rest You Merry Gentlemen" mm-hmm. with "We Three Kings," mm-hmm. um, and we'll we'll have to talk about some of those things. First of all, guys, I have looked this one up years ago because I wondered, "God Rest You Merry Gentlemen." I used to kind of okay, it's old English. What exactly is that? the The way to understand that is is sort of about accent and punctuation. If you take the word "rest," which in that context really means to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, to impart, to give something, or to make something, it's it's a prayer that God would make you marry, comma gentlemen. Hmm. I used to kind of picture mm, yeah. a group of merry gentlemen right. <laughs> holding happy. big, thick mugs of ale <laughs> and singing about yeah, the wintry right. landscape. Right. Uh, but it's that God would make you marry, mm, gentlemen. Mm. 
how by the announcement of the gospel. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you think about it, that beginning to save us all from Satan's yeah. power when we have gone astray. So that's I love that song. Do you, do you think as a pastor, especially when you do different Christmas songs, there's a opportunity as a pastor to bring that kind of context hey, to speak to help absolutely. to inform people's thinking about what they're seeing because it may i mean just hearing that makes that song much more meaningful right yeah you right. know i mean it's it's catchy it's good yes. you know but hearing that you go wait a minute oh yeah that's you know so. right right yeah i i think so matt i i think so and it's not one uh, a lot of churches do because the traditional version uh well i should say i bet in traditional churches they do it contemporary non-denominational churches maybe not as much that's why that version yeah which fuses the we three kings mm-hmm. now there's another opportunity to say okay they weren't kings we three uh, and pagan astrologers yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and maybe not three yeah exactly <laughs> maybe two or 30 right uh yeah because we we don't know how many there were we three kings of orient aren't but but um <laughs> sarah mclaughlin's part i didn't play the part where it comes right out of the song where it says uh Oh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's about bringing the gold and the incense, mm-hmm. and and she hits a real a real crescendo when she says, "Worship him, God Most High." Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, here's a song by these two secular artists, yeah. and they're really capturing, whether they know it or not, lyrically, right. some of the great things in in Christmas. So, I just have always liked that version. Um, I love that "God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen" is really God's intention to bring us joy yeah. because of what He's done in the gospel. Uh, and it, sometimes I hear people singing that, or I hear it on, yeah, it's, you guys hear this? To save us all from Satan's yeah. power. Like, yeah, that's, that's a great. That's not a minor thing, you know? <laughs> it's not like a, a little tinsel on the tree, and it's an incredible story. Again, this would be a great song to have four or five different versions. Yes. Because same lyrics, but the music itself will help punctuate or not because you sing, you can sing that song in some other, maybe more traditional ways, and it's not as stirring. You don't think too much about it. So I would agree. Um, The next one we're going to look at um, is uh, a great song. It's one that, um, Greg, we've talked about with several people before. It's great to have sung because of how powerful it is, but it's not necessarily as powerful when you put it in the context of congregational worship. Agreed. Um, And and it is just a fabulous song. So I'm going to let you go ahead and um, play this one. uh, Yes, people will know it. I'll I'll introduce This is off the Sovereign Grace Christmas album, which you, Matt Smith, uh, put me on to last year. And I, I, list you. I love, well, I don't which, know if it came out which, last year. Which, they have two Christmas albums. Which one, is it the first? Or this the, is the one that has um, has the uh, Who Would Have Dreamed. Oh, that's the newer one. That, yes, I think okay. it's the newer okay. album. Because like, the first one they did is called Savior. So, yeah, yeah okay. this one is yeah. Prepare Him Room. Gotcha, gotcha. Is, right. is what it's called. So you're, again, about halfway through the song, a little clip to show you the first verse in this song is the traditional verse. Hmm. One of the things this song lacks, and you'll hear it in just a moment, is in its in its original setting, it's powerful, mm-hmm. but it's a little gospel light. Yeah. And I love that they retain the powerful tune and message of the song, but they 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 rewrote the second and third stanzas or, or verses. So here it is.
Yeah, so uh, there it is. You, I think yeah. that's the second verse, yep. but, you know, uh, he uh, – what does it say? He entered into reverse Adam's yeah. fall. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're getting the gospel because Oh Holy Night, everybody loves it. It's a powerful song. Mm-hmm. If you ever hear Josh Groban's version of oh, it, yeah. the guy can sing the pants off mm-hmm. of anything. Um, I I I want to sing the song, but I don't I don't have the chops, and most people don't. Which is why congregations shouldn't sing. They it should not together. Sing it. Let somebody minister the song to them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which yeah. is what we've done. Yeah. In fact, yeah. we have a quartet. Okay. That sang it last year. Is going to sing it again. Yeah. Scott Perry's in that. One of he's been on. Uh, do you do that like Christmas Eve? Service? Christmas Eve yeah, service. Yeah. That we do because people love it. If you don't sing that on Christmas Eve, man, you're going to get oh, protests. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's, it's you know the fall on your knees is is so yeah. powerful. But I like how in this one they um, this one's actually. Yeah. Called Oh Holy Night parentheses the the gospel story hear the gospel story mm. so they take the second and third verses so just if you mm-hmm. want a twist on that song maintains the same melody a mm-hmm. uh, yep. little more modernized but the gospel is made quite yeah but even clear. if you're not singing it quite as upbeat as that version yes. you, the lyrics it still works oh, and so uh, yeah good. shout out to Sovereign Grace folks they do a great job with that yeah so good so good. So this next song, we're going to play the yeah. full version of. Um, and this is this is just one for us. Whether you like it or not, we just don't care at this point. We don't care. It's a guilty pleasure. Just, <laughs> yeah, and now I'm thinking the time. We've, we've moved from Oh Holy yeah. Night to... Oh Unholy Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, this will get the Reverend James King probably calling oh, us back. Oh my. Uh, I bet at some future point he will call back just about this. Have you this ever heard Ernest Angelique? Never mind. I want to. <laughs> you are spatial. Uh, but here it is uh, in its full entirety. It's not particularly long, or maybe it is. No, it's not. But some of you heard it. Some of you perhaps have not. And, and I have a story that goes along with this after uh, after we Uh-oh. play Uh-oh. it. So. Good. Enjoy this one, my friends. This is me. <laughs> Who doesn't agree? Disagree with that. Thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Hangovers. Bringing <laughs> up the lights. And finding a Christmas tree. We're not approving of hangovers. All these good to love. It's funny. Sending Christmas cards. Hangovers. Bringing up the lights. And finding a Christmas tree. <laughs> Sending Christmas cards Hangovers Breaking up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The sixth thing at Christmas That's such a pain to me Facing my in-laws Five months of bills I hate those Christmas cards <laughs> Hangovers Breaking up these lights And finding a Christmas tree The seventh thing at Christmas That's such a pain to me my son Ben on that one. I'll say it really quick. Said, That's how they show me. They help me. Bring up these lights. And finding a Christmas tree. The eighth thing at Christmas. That's such a pain to me. I want red farmer for Christmas. Charities. And what do you mean you're in laws? Out these cards. Oh, you just kept me up here, huh? <laughs> well, we have no extension cards. Finding a Christmas tree. The ninth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Finding parking spaces. Daddy, I want some candy. Do 
Christmas card. Hangovers? Now why the hell are they blinking? I'm finding a Christmas tree. The tenth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me. Battery's not included. No parking spaces. Buy me something. Get a job, you bum. Facing me, you lost. Five months of bills. Yo, ho, sending Christmas cards. Oh, jeez, look at this. <laughs> One light goes out, they all go out. I'm finding a Christmas tree. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, what Christmas is all about. Could communicate the gospel oh more powerfully than Bob Rivers and Twisted Radio. The twelve but pains. Sadly, of that guy trying to do his lights. Yeah, reminds me of somebody. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> it's not with the lights; it's just with other things. Say, so you have some Clark Griswold. I've, I've been known to. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, uh, dude, the the line. I mean, there's so many funny lines in that, but the one if you notice the the woman with the New York accent. Who's, it's persistently complaining about the in-laws finally yeah, just yeah, breaks out. Yeah. How many Christmases has something been uttered like, she's a witch, I hate her. <laughs> um, which uh, I think every family can relate to in their frustration. But Not my in-laws. We're no. good there. That's good. good there. Very good. Not mine either. <laughs> Let's all cover safe ground here. So in case they listen, they, they won't listen. Uh, what, what, what happened with you on this one, Nate? Yeah, so I remember um, when I was in high school uh, as senior, we, we decided to do this song. You know, all Christian schools are required to do the obligatory, you know, Christmas chapel. And so we did this song and I was like, you know what? My, I, I had a group of students when I was teaching years later who uh, – they were just a cynical bunch. And I was like, you know what? We're going to do this song because this is something that they could get behind yeah. and really put the effort into hmm. doing. Um, and they did, and it was great. Well, what happened was we're going through, we're recording it, and one of my students, uh, I think he was doing the Christmas card one. He he goes, uh, he goes, oh, these just suck. And uh, yeah. we we went on, and and we didn't catch it until it, it was funny because we were doing the editing of it, and I was standing with another guy who was actually going to be playing the song, and we heard it. He was like, you know, I don't think it's noticeable. I really don't think people will catch it. I think you're good. You don't need to, you don't need to worry about it. Famous so, last words. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, man. we we you know we're we're sitting there and and it starts playing in the chapel and everybody's having a grand old time. They're laughing and getting a kick out of it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden that comes on and it was just yeah K through twelve. It just went downhill. So. Oh. <laughs> wow. And yeah. and what was funny is you know the principal's kind of you know getting annoyed and irritated and 
I, I just laughed my head yeah. off. I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Without saying too much detail, notice Nathan is no longer working. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's one of those yeah. things, dude. Isn't it weird? Uh, just really quick, if you add the word eggs to it, it's always safer. Yeah. Like if you say, yeah, that sucks yeah, eggs. Yeah. So for some reason, that's acceptable. Yeah. Right. Uh, are you going to put this one up on your church overhead projector? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have this one. I uh, I want to do the solo of, she's a witch, I hate it. <laughs> Did you notice personal. I just said overhead? Oh yes. My oh, yeah, oh my dude. gosh. Ooh, taking us back, Going back to the 80s. 1987. The hey, cutting hey, edge there, There's somebody out there like, wait a minute, our church still uses overheads. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> we like overheads. They they can still get the job done. They rock. Pitch. They do, man. They do. Um, so, yeah, that was just uh, that was a fun one for us. Guilty pleasure. So this next song is going to be a uh, – it's a, it's a fun little one. Again, kind of like rocking around the Christmas tree. Um you know, we're not going to pretend there's anything theologically sound about it. But no, I don't think is, there is. Yeah, it is just a fun little little kid song that uh, we can all relate to, I think. And and people love this song. Oh, yeah. I, I've talked to a few people that don't for whatever reason. But here you go. I guarantee you've heard this one. <laughs> it's all cold down along the beach. And the wind's whipping down the boardwalk. Practicing real hard, yeah. Clients, you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good, or what? Oh, that's not many, not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is coming to town oh, There we go. There's our little clip that went in. <laughs> I was expecting the next song. That's what threw me off. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, uh, my favorite part of that song, Nathan, mm-hmm. is actually his little riffing at the beginning mm-hmm. where he's just mm-hmm. talking because... If I heard this right, he kind of did that spontaneously at a concert. Yeah, do you remember what year? I do not. It was in Boston. Okay. I'm going to guess 85. And you'd be guessing 10 years off, 1975. No way. Yes, it Is was that not right. Yeah, but it didn't it wasn't like I think it wasn't recorded like 1981. He did it live. Yeah, didn't somebody record it initially in the audience or something? Maybe I, I heard that um, wrong. And- there, all I know is it was 1975 was the first time he did it. Uh it was in Boston, it was at a live concert and then it's then it actually is on a couple different albums. Okay. It's kind of evolved yeah. into the version we kind of know, which was what early eighties or yeah. Or, I, I, or I, I want to say I heard it mid eighties, kind of around the time that Springsteen made his second. I mean, seventy. He released the signal. Uh, the signal. The single <laughs> in, <laughs> in nineteen eighty one, but he did it first live in nineteen seventy five. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. very interesting. But it, it's been a huge like. I think that's. I've never seen uh, the boss live in concert, but I've I've been told that's kind of a staple. Right, I'm sure it is. So, does he do that when he, it's not Christmas? I um, he used Listeners to. I don't know what what he's doing these days. Love that but, part of me where he's just talking. You've been working around, yeah. Clarence. Yeah, bringing new saxophone. <laughs> it went baby. over so big that it, it just became kind of yeah. Huh. It's it is kind of the iconic Christmas kid song. Yeah, with the iconic 
American rock yeah, singer. Yeah. So it's it's an incredible fusion. I think that's yeah. why people like it so much. Yeah. But I talked to a guy recently musically who goes, oh, I hate that. Hate that version. No, that's that, that was our friend Scott Perry. I, oh, really? Scott, I just outed you if you care. Yeah. He said, I hate when, when guys that don't have Christmas voices sing Christmas songs. Yeah, but that song you can do that because it's I not – I mean, It's we don't, not we don't much need, different we, than Happy Birthday. I was going to say, we, we don't need Frank Sinatra kind of <laughs> right, yeah. chops on, it, it, on Yeah, exactly. We, we, we do not. And Springsteen, I think, could do it. It's just it, – I don't know. When I hear that song, it's, it's like it just takes me back. Mm. Yeah, that is Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's the season. You hear Bruce on the radio. Yeah. Well, and when he does it, it's kind of that throwback, like rocking around the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, it it's is. just, you yeah, know, that boppy, you it's know. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Then you hear the audience as you go, and mm -hmm. he really gets rocking at the end with it, too. Yeah, very fun song. Now, this next one is actually, um, lyrically, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and the way Casting Crowns does it, I really like, because there's this great buildup. Obviously, we're going to play you a clip, but if, if you have a chance to listen to the whole thing. But, um, Greg, go ahead. Yeah, this is uh, from their album, Peace on Earth. And I had faintly heard this. So I think of the Mercy Me one. Mm -hmm. they, they, they do a pretty good version. But this is an interesting one, and it is very powerful, the build-up towards the end. I hope I got the clip about right, mm -hmm. Nathan, but we'll see. Still ring the bells more loud and deep God is not dead, nor does he God is not dead, nor does he sleep. That's mm -hmm. just um, – and um, I'm trying to remember um, who wrote this one, but I know it was in response to the time where there was just so much cynicism about God and there was just so much going on in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he writes this carol and then at the end you have that line just yeah. reminding everyone that God is still here. He's still with us. Yes, yes. This song is, uh, is interesting. It's almost from an apologetic standpoint. Uh, a pushing back on the argument that, well, uh, God can't be real because there's so mm -hmm. much suffering and evil in the world. Mm -hmm. And it, it brings – and I think it does a good job. I This, Matt, you talked about what pastors and just teachers in general need to connect. Um, the peace on earth comes there, – there is a horizontal peace among mm -hmm. men. Because God makes right. peace with us, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it's it's that that God and sinners, Mark Aaron Angel saying, reconciled, and then the the uh, so it, it's almost uh, it reminds me of Revelation that so God does not uh, so he he is going to right these wrongs, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, truth will prevail, 
peace will prevail, uh, will. It, it isn't right now, right. but because of what mm-hmm. Christ has done, mm-hmm. it's coming. So it's kind of a battle cry song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. I, that, and I had not heard that version until you told me about it mm-hmm. that I could remember. I thought it was well done. Did you notice the chorus in the background? Peace on earth. They keep I did. Singing I and, heard that. Yeah. Had you heard that one before? I, I know. Yeah. I, I have not heard that before. Yeah, so much great Christmas music yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 Didn't know that. Um, so this next one is just a fun little one that Greg oh. actually reminded me of. Um, I remember mm-hmm. listening to it, I like and it. I almost forget, you know, that that because there are different versions of this song, yeah. um, but this one is has a little Christmas tagline at the end of it. Yeah, um, that's that's for, really great for all the peanuts lover out there. Here, right. Here's a little snippet. The Baron had Snoopy dead in his sights. He reached for the trigger to pull it up tight. Why he didn't shoot? Well, we'll never know. Or was it the bells from the village below? Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. So there's the yeah, Snoopy Red Baron yeah. Christmas version, mm-hmm. yep. which the Royal Guardsmen did, I think, way back in the 60s. And yep. it's a um, – they did some other songs about Snoopy the Red Baron, but that's the Christmas version. Yeah. Uh, it's a, kind of this World War One theme where he's yep. going against this great German uh, fighter pilot. And that one, I'll admit, has the kind of schmaltzy – Christmas is a time for peace between yeah. us. Let's yeah. take a break and celebrate it. Yeah. In our movie podcast, we're going to talk yeah. about Joy Noel, yeah. which is based on the World War One. Christmas Day, I think, yep. in 1914. Yeah. And I found out that um, that movie is actually, if you have Amazon Prime, it is free on Amazon oh, good. Prime. So I do have Prime. I, I, he got me really interested in that film. Again, that's uh, the podcast after this one yep. comes out on December 15th. Uh, I think everybody will enjoy hearing his thoughts on that. But just a fun one. Yeah, yep, I love like Snoopy. It. Ever seen the little video versions of mm-hmm. it, you know, where the Baron has him dead in the rights and for some reason he let him go. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, my friend. Good stuff. Yep. Um, so the next one, we have a great rendition um, oh, coming man. up. Um, just a great song. Uh, I think everyone uh, during their candlelight service, once the lights go out and the yeah. candles are lit, this is the song that is sung in churches around the world. We do rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did the little drummer boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to set everybody out on. Wow. Uh, this, <laughs> this is the... Uh, I, I will introduce this one very quickly. Kelly Clarkson's uh, uh, album, Wrapped in Red, I think it came out last year. It's actually, I, I like it. I think it's a good album. I, I tend to like new Christmas music and, and see what they do with songs. This one, though, I'm just going to play the very end. This is a um, trio. It's uh, obviously Kelly Clarkson, uh, Trisha Yearwood, Reba McIntyre. And at the end, these ladies sing in harmony with no instruments. Wow. Silent night. Holy night, all is calm and all is bright. Round yon virgin mother and child. Holy infant soul. Tim. 
think if the three of us tried to sing that right now in harmony, we'd sound. <laughs> I think we would sound like that, don't you, Matt? I think so. Yeah, with with proper that. software editing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could sing it, Matt. Maybe I would see what we could do. I will say, Silent Night. Uh, quick background. Uh, many people have probably heard mm-hmm. this. I think it came out of Austria. Mm-hmm. Uh, the organ, 18, I believe, 18. was. Oh, very good. Yeah. Organ was broken. Yes. The, well, the the Catholic priest Joseph Moore, I think, is his name, okay. and his organist were talking just prior to the organ breaking about how they 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 were still hoping somebody would write the greatest ultimate Christmas song. Wow. The organ broke. Uh, they had a problem. The priest penned the lyrics. The organist got the music, and they sang it for the congregation. But it was the I was the the one who fixed the organ is the one who actually got the song to circulate. That's oh, that's the story that I've read okay. or heard. Because I was told it was written with a guitar in mind because of that. Is that do you know that's well, right? I don't know. Okay. Again, listeners, welcome. You know, it's interesting when you st- when you read different hi- even. I know like, it. His- there, you get some different twists, and you're not <laughs> no. always sure. Like it's is it like the gospel counts where we have just you know, similar kinds of facts just arranged a little differently. Right. I don't know how to right. always put them all together. Similar to this, I-, I might burst a bubble here for for people, but I'm pretty convinced now that the candy cane is not a Christian. <laughs> yeah. But you'll see that every so often. Uh, yeah, you know the 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 red is the blood of uh, Christ, yeah. the white is in washing away our sins, and it's a uh, uh, J, it's an upside down right. J like Jesus, and there's a whole. Uh, I went on Snopes mm. and a few other places. It says that's a bogus legend, and it's got pretty spurious. It's because it was written by heathens, right? Who, of course, who pagans. Try to keep... <laughs> I bet. I bet. Uh, I bet Reverend James King has a thing or two to say about that. That's we'll, right. we'll say that. <laughs> I, I will say the Silent Night is a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, I do it because I think uh, you're going to have a mutiny on your hands if yeah. you don't sing Silent Night, yeah. and we do end every series. Yeah. Is that yes. how you guys end yours? Yeah, that is. It's just kind of expected. It's good. I, I don't think it has the most packed gospel in it. Right? Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I just mean, being cynical. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you think about it, there's, there's you, you know, round young virgin. Okay, so it's definitely affirming the virgin conception, birth of Jesus. That's right, there. Right. Um, you know, there's not uh, there's not really a halo around his head radiating beams of light and grace, and that I've seen. Uh, Matt, you look. Well, shocked. see, you do you have the the picture story Bible? Oh, right, it does show that. In the, <laughs> My version, we have that. <laughs> it, it's kind of a sentimentalized. Uh, yes. Story, but it is such a favorite to me. Again, I think that's where the word. Mm-hmm comes in and if you have the word there to inform this is why we preach before yes. we conclude the service with that uh, Agreed. but but i i will i will throw this and we're, we're going to if there's any grace community people we're doing we're closing off with the silent night yes. we're going to light our candles and <laughs> drip wax all over the seats yeah. and all that good stuff but anyway <laughs> that's what we do um, we could just do our, our phone apps with the flashlight soon but yeah, that's probably a little that's tacky. Right. yeah it might be a little tacky <laughs> or just lighters at least it, yeah get exactly. some big lighters okay. and see what happens with kids but that is definitely one of those songs that stirs the emotion. I, here, this is a true story. I had a, I had a friend of mine. It was in my office, and we were we were talking about a number of things. And I had Christmas music playing on the background. This was a little bit ago, and because uh, we were going through picking out different songs, and he started sharing with me. I mean, I don't even know how we got it, but he was tar- talking about his dad who passed away, and and you know, and the the. I mean, he just starts breaking down, crying in my office, and we both had the same thought. Silent Night is playing in the background because I'm pretty convinced if that wasn't there, yeah. there wouldn't have been that emotion. Right. And finally, as I'm thinking about, like, I probably should turn this off. Yeah. Like, and he said to me, 
what are you doing to me? Turn that silent night. <laughs> and, and I just thought that is, boy, that no wonder that's, people love it because, I mean, for, for that's the kind of song that you don't need to be thinking about Jesus or anything to get emotional I about. I agree. Which, as a pastor, kind of yeah. bothers me. Yeah. But I'm trusting that we've done enough on that the other I, side that I'm just going to exactly. let it slide. But to be honest with you, I, I get a little kind of like, eh. I feel the same way. It, it doesn't have a, it for me. It's not a worshipful experience. It's kind of like, all right, we'll do this. Right. Well, I see. To me, I think, Matt, I, it 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 can be, but it's up to the listener exactly in, in taking what you have contemplated, what you've heard. Sort of, I, I think you need to bring a little something but to the. You are competing with a lot oh, to I agree. get somebody. I agree. You know, but anyway, it is I, what it is. I it's agree. not a bad song. So what you should have done, Matt, halfway through uh, when that song was playing and it's making the guy pretty weak, just kind of flip over to Melly Kelly. Or or what's the what's the the uh, the, the I hate this song. The, the grandma got song. run over. No, that one. I Dominic the donkey. Oh yeah, he I detest that song. But a lot, my kids love it. Yeah, they always yeah, hear Dominic know, the Donkey. That has got to be one. Yeah, that is but so man, annoying. he's the Italian Christmas donkey. Oh, man. I, mean, you I like the Italian rock. stallion yeah. better. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, man. Um, so, our second to last song that we're going to play right now, uh, or clip, I should say, um, is I think, is this number one? I think so. In the charts? Still? Probably. Probably. Uh, I, yeah. We should look at that, but I mean, you. Just you hear it literally all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. My wife loves a song. To your comment earlier about Stephen Outrogi, all due respect to Stephen. Not we like happy. you, Stephen. We like you, and yep. he's not listening to our podcast nice anyway. Up. But um, I'm with you on that. Like he, those guys slam anything commercialized. Yeah. Meaning, and to me, eventually, when enough people like non-commercialized, yeah. it is commercialized, and they have to like something else. But that's a podcast for another day too. Yeah, I agree. This is highly stylized, but there's a reason I think people dig mm-hmm. it so much. And uh, here's a little snippet from it. Come on, just dance along with us, people. I am dancing, man. Sing it, Ryan. So, classic. We should mm-hmm. close Christmas Eve service with yeah, that one. <laughs> Lisa, I know my wife loves this song. Right, when it come out, Columbia Records, what What was oh, the official release date? Uh, come on, mister. I wouldn't know that, dude. November 1. I'm going to guess. Let me guess. 1986? 1994. It was that late? Yeah. For some wow. reason, I thought that was what... So, when yeah. we were in high school and all that wasn't... Hey, everybody. Yeah. I'm getting phone calls. <laughs> How about them? It's out? one of our live call-in listeners. Yeah, this is what happens when you uh, use your iPhone to have the music and don't put it in wireless mode. Yeah. Um, that was that was cool. Yeah, November I, one, um, nineteen ninety-four. It was, was that the... late, November one. So Lisa and I were already married by then. That's wild. Columbia Records. Uh, yeah, I mean that. To me, I think that was Mariah in her iconic best. Mm-hmm. I mean, she mm-hmm. she can still sing. There's no doubt about it. Here, she. But this was her. And my daughter made a good point. It's a sad story. What's her husband, ex-husband's name? He, he um, Nick, is it Gannon? Cannon. Or Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. 
who uh, hosted the uh, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Oh. That's her husband. They split, okay. sadly, within the last year. And my daughter just made a point. She's thoughtful about this. She goes, Dad, I mean, Christmas must be hard for him. Because mm. everybody hears this song everywhere. I said, <laughs> Sam, I yeah. never would have thought of that. Yeah. But I bet you're yeah. right. He, yeah. That's a hard thing to escape because yeah. it is so classic. Fun upbeat i think she sings the heck out of it oh yeah absolutely Um, and my wife disagrees but i had to say i um i like another version better oh i wonder if it's the version i might like better i'm can't we do you have it i do is it the slowed down version on another album here you go no no (laughs) (laughs) don't want a lot for christmas there's just one I thing I need. I don't care about those presents. Yep. Right now. I'll tell you. Okay. Christmas tree. So I just want you for my own. Same song, same lyrics. More than you could ever oh, I know. Make my wish come true. You yeah. know that all I want for Christmas is you. Michael Bublé. Yes, Michael Michael. Which, once once uh, I heard his little riff thing, I'm like, yes. oh, okay. Nah. Which, by the way, is I think one of the greatest Christmas albums out there. Just He's got some quote-unquote spiritual stuff, a lot mm-hmm. of secular. even has Ave Maria, mm-hmm. obviously a Catholic song. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, do, don't even know what they're singing. Mm-hmm. One of the most haunting tunes yeah, as well, agreed, Ave agreed. Maria. Powerful. There's a reason that yeah. he probably includes. Oh, you it on just there. did my idea of you're taking the same song and, and doing side by side. Yeah, it's kind, kind of, of nice. was. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, I should have done that you, the whole podcast. But what what version were you thinking of, man? I don't. I could, well, I was hoping you would know because you you know all the like names of stuff. I can't remember who, but there's a, another upbeat version of that. But the one that I think gives it the edge is not the vocal, but it's the bass line. Oh, but, okay, okay. Um, I like. I, the, I might, the, I've heard several versions. Uh, yeah, of it that I, I know. Are I wish. Too. That's the only one I know of that takes the same song and slows it down. But, yeah, it was nice, though. And uh, he's got a great song in there. It's a corny, cheesy song, but I love it, called Cold December Night hmm. uh, on his um, album. Kind of a – just a nice song, a mm-hmm. love song, but it's it's well done. Mm-hmm. So I love me some Buble. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for again, for those of you that miss the great Blue Eyes Sinatra, uh, you can – You should be giving away timeless. Christmas albums. I know. I'm going to give away my Christmas. Oh, by the way, the special song that I didn't mention yeah. uh, that got on here, of course, was by Neil Diamond. And uh, oh. let me let me play that one yeah. right Good old now. Neil, you make it feel like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Even when things go <laughs> wrong, <laughs> I hear the sound of Christmas in your song. Oh yeah, long. I mean, <laughs> so I had that one on the I- iPhone nice, right there. Nice, I bust. Nice, no, nice. that's one that I make sure yes, I bust out. Yes. Oh yeah. Every yes. Christmas, oh, yeah. and my kids run into other rooms. But you gotta love some Neil Diamond. <laughs> oh yeah, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. I mean, that song, cheesy, corny, awesome. I'll just say, that's great. It just yeah. makes me want to unbutton my shirt. One more button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about the gold chain? Yeah. You need to be sport, man. You, you got to have the Neil Diamond gold chain look. And yep. that dude, I think, has made about sixty-two albums. That uh, uh, he must have a devoted fan base. He does. Uh, that listen he, to them. He still tours. I know, I know, but I do. I I will admit, I'm not afraid. We're to coming to America <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> today. Uh, good stuff. Mm. The last one we're going to do, we're, um, we're actually, that's how we're going to close out our podcast. So we opened with a song. We're going to close a song. But um, now, uh, Matt, I know you have uh, some aversions 
to uh, to this particular song. Okay, that's probably too strong of a word. I'm going to get labeled like a heretic or something. Yes, we are talking about let's, the let's... Hallelujah Chorus, which is not technically a Christmas song. No. Right. A little context, Matt, yes. for us. Dave Shive, yes. who's regular guest on this podcast, yes. we all know quite well, yeah. great guy. Uh, introdictable. Yeah, that no, is. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we all say he's a great guy, but we know he's a double-minded it, man, unstable in all his ways. It's Christmas. Greg was trying to be charitable. I was, but I am grateful, Dave, that you're coming to preach for me in yes. January. Well, he but. was. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not so sure after hearing this. Dave, you're a great guy. Uh, yeah. He uh, introduced. Uh, he was the senior pastor at my former church, and he introduced uh, this as a tradition that I've carried on because mm. it was so meaningful to me. He would give at the end of the service. Before Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, so December 20th, December yeah. 23rd, whenever that last Sunday before Christmas was, um, he would give a little background on Handel's Messiah, yep. uh, talk about uh, that background, and just a couple of quick words there. A lot of Wasn't people that originally about Handel. like an Easter more offering? It was uh, played originally at Easter. Yeah, I think in I thought, Dublin, yeah, Ireland right. was its first place, yeah. and it was played on Easter weekend. Uh, it was considered radical in its time, which is yeah. so strange yeah. and so classic and yeah. Um, yeah, operatic. That's what the young people were. Into. Yeah, the young, well, because he uh, there was a missional component. Yep. He um, it was thought uh, uncouth to play religious music yep. in anywhere but a church, right. not a not a secular concert mm-hmm. hall. Exactly. Uh, but Handel believed very strongly that it was for all the people. Yep. Uh, I know Handel was in um, probably depression. He had had some early success in his career with. Uh, uh, you know, composition. And then he was um, in massive debt. He actually feared debtor's prison, which was a thing back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, never obviously went. And uh, his friend Charles Jennings, I believe is is the uh, name of the man, who uh, sort of brainstormed with him, why don't we do an original composition on the life of the Messiah? Mm. You know, kind of the full story. And one of the unique features, every word in it is scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, every word is scripture. It's all King James, you, you can tell. Uh, and um, Dave introduced that, just the, the Hallelujah Chorus uh, from Revelation, I think it's 11, the kingdoms of this world mm-hmm. have become, have now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Hallelujah. I like that. Yeah, which is powerful. That is powerful. So now, Matt, you need to share. But musically, it just never grabbed you as much. I know. Wow, I'm surprised. People are going to question my salvation. Yes, I, well, I would. I'd like to. Say I'm one of those people. I know. But, but I know going. you are. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. That's a song that just never. I you know I know where everybody stands, and I'm just like, oh gosh, here we go. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't do. I'm, I'm musically, it does absolutely nothing for wow. me whatsoever. What Though about I when do the horn it? comes in at the end? We'll hear all that. It's it. Yeah, I, it's just—it's just not one of my favorites. Okay, so, I'm not opposed so Matt would to like it, but... to take the Messiah and put it to different music, right? Well, no, oh, good lord, yes, <laughs> he would like to put the Messiah to uh, Neil Diamond's "You Make It Feel Like Christmas." So I must say, Petra's version. Yeah, of the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I remember the one live. It was like the live album "Captured in Time and Space." They kind of yeah. they kind of do it. Now that kind of worked for yeah. me. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah. that's just showing how shallow yeah. and superficial. Because I, I think Matt, when people think Handel's Messiah, they think Petra. They do. They but think Matt, Greg X Vols. You, 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 yes. That's right. Yes, Greg X. Wow, where has the time gone? Um, it's wind. But those flash mobs, I'm sure you've seen the YouTube videos on flash mobs. It was a yeah. mall in Philadelphia a few years ago and yeah, yeah. other places where you see, it is interesting, you see people in the food court that are kind of oh, caught yeah. in the middle of this flash oh, yeah. and they're crying. It's 
It's a powerful yeah. song. No, but I understand. And for it's, some it's, for yeah. some reason. Now here's the thing. I maybe maybe I haven't stumbled across the right arrangement that uh-huh. because arrangements do matter to yeah. me. Um, so may, maybe this this arrangement you're going to play. But, I don't know. But if it, if it's the one I'm <laughs> it was thinking of, random, yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I'll be leaving while yeah. <laughs> I'll be in my car down the road while it's finishing out. <laughs> yes, yes, it is a. Um... I would say, but lyrically, Matt. See, this is one well, thing. I know you can't have it I, I was going to say, yeah. no. I, it's like, my no. only problem with the Messiah is the <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> you mean the scripture without exception? Yes. yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's the, uh, of course, there is the Christmas version earlier. And if, you know, if the for unto us a child is born, mm, unto us a son yeah. is given from Isaiah. Um, the government Wonderful. will be... Yes, exactly. And that's... Like, but interesting enough, the uh, the Hallelujah Chorus, you know, is actually in the middle. Yeah. It's not right. how right. it ends. Right. And uh, uh, Scott Perry, who I referenced, is a is a musical guy as well. And I, I do know how the Messiah ends. It's escaping me now. But some people prefer that mm-hmm. even more powerfully. It's from Revelation as well mm-hmm. than the Hallelujah Chorus, which comes in the middle. Um, the rumor is, and this is one of those things, again, hard to confirm. The rumor is... And I've heard debates from good people on each Rumor side has that it. the king, King George in England, mm-hmm. uh, was in attendance uh, at one of these productions when it was in London. And during the Hallelujah Chorus, so moved was he yeah. that he stood to his feet. Yes. And that's why people say it that's has become tradition to stand. Correct. Because he was in the presence of a greater king. Right. Uh, I've heard some people say, yeah. not sure you can confirm that. Yeah. But somewhere along the way. It's a great way, story, though. Oh, it is a great story. So why ruin it with truth? Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, never let the truth get in the way of a great story. But somewhere uh, along the way, there's no doubt, it, you know, across the world, you oh, stand it's, it's during that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When that is played, it's. And I just want to be very clear I stand. I know. I believe Jesus that. is worthy. Amen. I'm just hoping when, you know, in Revelation, we talked about we'll sing, they sang a new song. Yep. I'm just hoping it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be because it's a new one. No, but, you know, yeah. like took an upgrade. Uh, uh, right. Can right. You, that would be so disappointing <laughs> for me. Dude, <laughs> I, like, I, I can oh see. Oh, my gosh, you're kidding me. I can see Matt Petra in their glorified bodies just, <laughs> right. just leading us in that. That's right, the Lord. Yeah. Where's Greg mm. X? So we're going to go ahead and play this um, and we're just going to end it with the song. So guys, uh, we just rock the Casbah. Christmas style, music style. Peace very out. fun. I hope everybody has a great Christmas. Right. More Christmas podcasts to come. Enjoy it this season. That's right. Enjoy the Messiah. <laughs>